Hello, everybody, and welcome to a brand new fun and exciting episode of Back to Basics. Despite all efforts to the contrary, I am still Pastor Don, and I am joined by our wonderful, uh, special, dedicated expert on the subject of wrestling, Courtney. Yes! <laughs> yes, hello. So we are prepared for today. This is, this Courtney, this is a passage you've been looking forward to for a little while, right? You're hyping it up too much, dude. I've read, <laughs> I've read through it. This is not this is not a, a five star banger. That's <laughs> not a great banger, but it's also like it's a thing that happens that like we gotta talk about. Like this is yeah. not a normal thing that happens. Yeah, this is such a it's such a weird fucking story. I shouldn't cuss. We're probably still in the first minute. Um, except for we don't monetize anyway, do we? Yeah, so it doesn't matter doesn't matter fuck it <laughs> exactly so yeah you want to just dive right in then all right let me see if i can let me see if i can pull this off here yeah, so we're going to be in genesis chapter 32 and we're going to be starting from verse number 22 on to 32 it's only 10 verses but i think it's going to be a fun 10 verses Take it away. All right. The same night, he got up and took his two wives, his two maids, and his 11 children and crossed the ford of the Jabbok. He took them and sent them across the stream, and likewise everything that he had. Jacob was left alone, and a man wrestled with him until daybreak. When the man saw that he did not prevail against Jacob, he struck him on the hip socket. Jacob's hip was put out of joint as he wrestled with him. Then he said, let me go for the day is breaking. But Jacob said, I will not let you go unless you bless me. So he said to him, what is your name? And he said, Jacob. Then the, then the man said, you shall no longer be called Jacob, but Israel. For you have striven with God and with humans and have prevailed. Then Jacob asked him, please tell me your name. But he said, why is it that you ask my name? And there he blessed him. So Jacob called the place Peniel, saying, For I have seen God face to face, yet my life is preserved. The sun rose upon him as he passed Penuel, uh, limping because of his hip. Therefore, to this day, the Israelites do not eat the thigh muscle that is on the hip socket because he struck Jacob on the hip socket at the thigh muscle. All right. So uh, lot, lots of stuff here. Um, I'm going to ask a bit of a loaded question here. What is one word that going into this passage you might have expected to see here that you did not? Oh, angel. Yeah. 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 It is never explicitly said who or what in the non-literal hell Jacob actually wrestled with here. You know, we, we often talk about it like, you know, he went toe-to-toe -to -toe with a seraphim or something, but, you know, six wings and a million eyes notwithstanding. Um, it's interesting if you look at Alter's notes, and I, I love this, that um, Alter goes here to a lot of different places and even highlights, uh, where is it? Um, when we get the whole let me go, dawn is breaking thing here, um, that this is connected to common folk traditions uh, about uh various demons and goblins and shit like that like macho this, men 
could be anybody. Uh, but it's 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 not a rational uh, or real or normal somebody. It's definitely somebody special. But as to who cream of the or, crop, as it were. What? Said the cream of the crop, as it were. Well, it's interesting, it, and this is something that I love to honestly. I mean, I love to fuck with evangelicals anyway, but this is a fun one to fuck with them on. Um, if you take the evangelical perspective that there is a a good and a bad side, a, a devil and a god side to things, uh, that is never once said which side this dude's on. Like, well, it sounds like Jacob thinks he saw God. Yeah, honestly, I mean that's Jacob's perspective. I mean, if somebody he thinks he wrestled like, God. Yeah, if somebody fought you like that all all night I, and then I, just tapped you on the hip and and caused you to tap out. And then change. He didn't tap out. He kept going. (laughs) (laughs) Um, he he wrestled injured. He's a he's a real real sport. Um, no, but uh, I was not expecting to go into this and end up being like, oh, um, (laughs) Jacob has something in common with Vince McMahon. They both claim to have wrestled God. (laughs) Really? I'm not a wrestling guy, but is that really a thing? I I can link it in the Discord, but My yes, Lord. it's a thing. It was he was feuding with born again Christian Shawn Michaels and decided that he was going to start like feuding with God to piss off Shawn Michaels. Uh, I'm not sure if that's a good thing or a bad thing or somewhere in between. It just seems weird. It was a Vince thing, and it was terrible. Ugh. It was horrible, memorable though. Anyway, this is not a wrestling podcast. Come on. Yeah, yeah, that's that, that's fine because you know you you are the wrestling stand and I am the uninitiated, so be that as it may. Um, so yeah, so the name thing, what do you take on that? Um, well, I got a little bit confused because he says he called the place Peniel and then uh he passed Penuel. Mm, those are different things. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, is that something that was clarified earlier or? Um, not really. Uh, yeah, not really. Like, it's one of those things where it just tripped me up because they're so close. There yeah, are, English you know, readers would be like, "Wow, off. that's that's super similar," but Hebrew readers would be like, "Yeah, those are different things." Yeah, so, yeah. That that's an anglicization issue right there. I wouldn't worry too much about that. They just happen to look similar in English. Um, okay. What about the uh, the name change thing? Like he he gets a brand oh. new name out the deal. What do, what do you think about that? The fact that he got that that he won the name Israel in a wrestling match mm-hmm. is a little little wild. Yeah. Well, he's not the first biblical character to get a name change. No, but it is the more dramatic of the two. Um. Yeah. I mean, I suppose when you're getting direct supernatural involvement, it's hard not to say it's rather dramatic. But I mean, this is very over the top. Like, it's literally a wrestling match. And it's a little bit of Hebrew for you, too. Um, This is why there are time limit draws. (laughs) Is booking like this. One of the things that's interesting about the Hebrew, though, is the the name Yishadayel. literally the one who strives with god the l on the end of israel is literally god 
So uh, like there is an actual, it, it's not like a lot of names that have no meaning. This one really does have a meaning. It's just a phrase that means the one who strives with God. And that being more further applied to the people of Israel down the line, like we've long since forgotten that this is a name that has an inherent meaning to it linguistically. So it's kind of just an interesting fun fact. Um, I'll take this line for you out of Alter, though, where he says, it's not clear whether the anonymous adversary is referring to himself when he says Elohim or to more than human agents encountered by Jacob throughout his career. What? So, we're talking about uh, Elohim here in verse 29. Um, so 29-30-ish. Verse 29-30-ish. Uh, and it has to do with the naming as well. So the, the addition of L into the name of the one who strives with God, we're not sure. What Alter is telling us is the one who strives with God may refer to this wrestling match or may refer to Jacob's life in general. It's not clear about that. Yeah. Um, well, I, I do see that there's a note in here that says that it shows two different translations as the one who strives with God or God strives. And yeah. the one who strives with God can mean a couple of different things, at least in the English translation. Yeah. I mean, it, it sounds like a line out of Xenogears, but that notwithstanding. Um, is it L ending generally? Sorry, there are people the driving super loud outside. Okay, this is interesting. Um, the verb, because this is it's literally it's sada l uh the verb sada here um alter notes that the verb sada is a rare one uh, and there's some question about its meaning an educated guess would be rule or prevail or strive or something like that um you know sada l is is how it's put together but it's not something that has a clear modern meaning my take from this is that it's kind of like the japanese word gambata it's something you can't totally translate into other languages um so the original sense of the name uh alter suggests might be god rule or god prevail um so there is that element to it as well so it's a very complicated naming situation and alter goes on to point out as well that it's often used not as a replacement for jacob but as a synonym for jacob over time mm -hmm. Uh, and unlike uh, Abram becoming Abraham, it lives beyond him in that way. So it is notably different, too. Um, but yeah, dude won his name in a wrestling match. <laughs> Does that shit happen? Question mark? Yeah. Like some um, unknown local talent. I guess. But, you know, this is. I, I like, by the way, and I'm going to say this, I like Alter's translation of, um, where is it here? Um, verse 30. Um, because in verse 30 in the NRSVUE that we have, uh, it reads, so Jacob called the place Peniel saying, for I have seen God face to face, yet my life is preserved. Uh, Alter, who blessed this person's heart, loves to translate these things in ways that are poetic or work better in English. Because that's accurate but unwieldy. The way Alter translated is, and Jacob called the name of the place Peniel, meaning I have seen God face to face and I came out alive. I like that a lot better.
So what do you what do you think it was? Do you think this was Jacob wrestling with God, or do you think this was uh, he was as, all alone? <laughs> like you, as a skeptic, I tend mm -hmm. to come at a lot anything supernatural, like which is funny for some a uh, self professed witch, but like I tend to come at a lot of supernatural stuff. But like now, <laughs> was it really? Did it really? I'm like, I love alien stuff, but I got a deep debunk everything same with ghost stuff and monsters and all that kind of crap like it's cool but like i am very quick to find any other explanation um to revert to some wrestling terminology it, it kind of sounds like jacob's just trying to put himself over um like you know he's building himself up with this insane story I, also i'm gonna be how old is jacob here because I got to be honest, like, how how do you strike someone on the hip socket to dislocate their fucking hip? The implication, of course, being here that that is more divine than a wrestling move here. Um, uh, Alter says here, the inclination of modern translations here to render the verb as struck is unwarranted, uh, being influenced either the context of the cognate noun um, but the verb almost always means to touch, even to barely touch. Um, the adversary maims Jacob with a magic touch, or if one prefers, by skillful pressure on a pressure point. So, it in terms of the actual translation here, it's worth noting that this isn't like an injury that happens. This is something that, it, like, there's a characteristic difference between the act that the person seems to take and the response. Okay, but this is so out of nowhere. Like, what what do you think it is? Because it, it reads to me like there's just a story in the middle here while we're waiting to hear the rest of our tale where it's like, but first, you know, a, a word well, we, from Bible we wrestling. We talked about this in the, in the last episode a little bit, how this works as a, a kind of ahead of its time literary structure. But that right. piece aside... Um, it's just very like, hey, you got to hear this story about this fish. I it's it's a very it very much feeds off like a big fish story, and it's like, okay, I don't know how you dislocated your hip, I, but you definitely didn't wrestle God. <laughs> I, I'm a, I, I am a natural skeptic as well, and I hear something like this, and my first inclination is to call bullshit. But also, like, right. I want to believe that there's something more going on here. Now, I am I going to? to am I going to? You say, know, I need an I want to believe poster. <laughs> with jacob wrestling the angel or wrestling god there you go Av available in our merch shop whenever we finally get one. Oh my god yeah somebody please make somebody who actually watches us somebody's watching us please make notes of the things that we said we would make merch of and remind us because but weird obscure merch is awesome to, to answer for me though like i don't know if i necessarily believe that he was wrestling god or even necessarily an angel i think i if I'm to take a mystical approach to this, I think this is probably some other thing loose in the world. Like from the beginning, we even see that like a talking serpent is not out of the realm of possible for creation. And setting aside um, skepticism for a minute, like the biodiversity depletion that's happened even just in our lifetime, let alone over the period of human history, this possible there could be any number of things long gone that were present in this day and age. Uh, especially if we take this as something that happened long before the history, the historical period to which it's attributed, and long before it was written down. Yeah, yeah. If we if we assume this to be an a, an oral recollection of a much older story that's been put into a historical context later, yeah, this could be any number of fucking things. Um, that being said, 
Uh, there's also an interesting approach here to consider that it might be God. Um, if we date ourselves all the way back to the very first few episodes we did in the in the long running and uh, critically acclaimed series, Back to Basics, um, way back at the beginning, we talked about, uh, hey, I'm a critic and I acclaim and I'll call it good enough. Anyway, um, <laughs> anyway, back at the beginning, we talked about the fact that from time to time, God's anthropomorphized God's self and existed in a somewhat anthropomorphic form, walking through the garden, not knowing where these weird hairless monkeys are for some period of time and things like that. Uh, like there were moments where God did that, that after Eden, we don't see so much, but this could be one of the rare examples of God choosing to exist in that way, kind of like a proto-incarnation. I wouldn't put it past God, but also like, it is a little bit out of character. Um, my best guess here, um, and this is going to sound weirdly evangelical until I explain it. My best guess here is that it's Satan. Um, so you don't think it was the Macho Man Randy Savage? Unless Macho Man Randy Savage happens to also be Satan? Probably not. Um, and now I'm going to clarify this slightly because as you all know from listening to me rant, there is no biblical overarching Satan character. When we talk about Satan, we talk about Hasatan as, as appears in the book of Job or Satanos as it appears in the New Testament, which refers to an angel or messenger in the service of God whose primary purpose is to put biblical heroes or other important people in the history of the world to the test, to see if they can live up to what they're meant to do, to see if they're ready to fulfill their potential and to see that they're not going to break under the strain they're about to go through. Um, we, the whole book of Job is about Hasatan doing Hasatan's thing and fucking with the adversary Job specifically to, to, to put Job to the test, to act as an adversary on God's behalf to refine, to develop and to challenge. Uh, this seems like just classical Hasatan here. It really does. And while the character is not identified, you know, it wouldn't be out of the ordinary to wrestle with Hasatan in this sort of scenario and then come out and say, I have seen God face to face and come out alive because there's not always, particularly at this stage in the Bible, a great distinction between God and God's messengers. So for me, that's the explanation that suits my understanding of the text is yeah, it was Satan, um, but not in the way you think. So did I answer your question there with a long rambly rant that is indicative of my usual self? I assume <laughs> you go on long enough and you lose me, but um, no, this there's a lot of lot of interesting tidbits here that you really don't get on the initial incredibly goofy reading. Yeah, and we also like those of us who've done the whole Sunday school thing growing up Christian bit. Like we get told a very different story of this passage too. Like we get we get this the the image of Jacob and a big winged angel going hand to hand all night long. And you know, Jacob's like, ha ha, I have bested God's messenger, so therefore I shall be known. Like, not none of that really happened here. Like, and I and I, I really like to bring this point home too. Throughout the whole encounter, there is a solid feel from Jacob of what the fuck is this? What yeah, is going just, on? It just said that, you know a man wrestled with him until yeah. daybreak. So did he, did he just roll up and was like, <laughs> yeah. 
Was it was it one of his sermon his uh servants in the present train ahead of him that got turned around and went the wrong way? We don't know. Um, there's not a lot that happens here and is well explained. Although, you know, if Why I was wrestling, if Nobody I was knows. a servant uh following Jacob and I realized about halfway through that I was in a wrestling match with my boss and he didn't realize who I was, I would definitely play Divine Angel and get out of there as quick as possible. On the hopes that our legendarily oblivious boss here didn't realize that he was dealing with. Why? Why did? Okay, let, let's let's talk a little bit of that. Just additionals here. Why was why was Jacob left alone on one side of the river? Like, why didn't he go with the rest of like his people and stuff? Um, this seems to be. It's just a Ford, like yeah. Like, this seems to be kind of Jacob just doing the patriarch thing and making sure everyone gets across and then being the last one across because you're going to make sure everything's all right. But before he could cross, a dude jumped him. That's the kind of context we don't have here, though. Just as a man, he was left alone and a man wrestled with him. I'm like, Mm -hmm. it's a bit of a weird build. Yeah, (laughs) Jacob's already cut himself down to a pretty small group. Um, Himself, both of his wives, his maids, and his 11 children. Relatively small group most of whom he gets them across the stream and then he's on his own and then he gets jumped by macho man randy savage i guess um and that's where we're at um yeah pretty much it um uh, only other question uh the last bit verse 32 what the fuck yeah, this is something we get a lot in the Old Testament where there are specific and This is why we don't eat hip socket thigh muscle and it's like on people <laughs> yeah it's first off the ancient hebrew tribes were big on symbolism like we don't eat it because on everything because this reason because it's too holy too divine this this is something we we don't do this on anything because we choose to remember this particular event um also it's kind of later interpolation as well like this was a traditional practice for most of israel and when they wrote it down, like, oh, yeah, this is a good reason to say this is why we don't do this thing. Uh, we don't really have a good reason for why we do this, so we're going to write this down. Um, that could it's be like a footnote, yeah. Yeah, this is a little footnote. And we, we've seen this before, where, like, we get to the end of a story and, like, oh, and by the way, this is the reason why this whole nation of people exists, or this is a reason why this is a thing that gets done. Um, it just is. Like, part of this is, part of the written Old Testament uh, when it was written down as a justification for existing beliefs and practices like this is part of what it was and so we get shit like this to do that and that's fine like it doesn't take away from anything anything else we want to throw our hat in the ring at or uh shall we shall we tap out yeah i'm ready to tap all right well thanks everybody for sticking with us for another fun and exciting episode um I, I hope this was as exciting as i hyped it up to be and if not well oh well what are you gonna do challenge me to a wrestling match i'm already old my hips weak condition anyway screw it um so as usual we've got our our discord server please come join us there we've got our bible study every month we've got uh, a hybrid in-person and online worship that's happening once a month as well in english uh if you're in japan we're doing stuff here at the church if you're not we're doing stuff online please be a part of our community. I love that you watch our videos if you're still watching to this point. Like, you're dear to my heart to have gotten this far. 
and I love that you do. But come join in on the Discord server where all the rest of us are and talk to us about the things because it'd be nice to see you once in a while. What are you doing? Who are you? How's your life? I'd like to know these things. Other inquiring minds would like to know. We like you. You're fun. Presumably. See, I just I just like making Courtney make fun faces. That, that's my whole job. And now that she's made her quota of fun and weird faces for the day, she's got something to ask you to do. Oh, yeah. Like, share, and subscribe. Yeah. Useful things, those. The more these videos get passed around, the more people they get in front of, and the better life is for all of us who are trying to keep making this stuff. So if you can pass it around, it is much appreciated. But that all said, I hope you guys have a wonderful and blessed week. I'm thinking about you. I'm praying for you. God's with you. Take care. Have a good one. And we'll see you on the next episode. Bye, everybody. Bye. Thank you.